welcome to episode 72 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 8. We are one spirit, one soul, and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons. I am your host Hamida and I want to bring you stories because stories matter, stories inspire, stories teach, and stories heal. Listeners, thank you to those who have subscribed to Sharing Life Lessons' new YouTube channel. In one week, we have 120 new subscribers, so we are well on our way to meeting our goal of getting 1,000 subscribers by next month. For those who have still not subscribed, please do so. You will find the link in the show notes. I'm going to begin today's episode with a quote that could not be more suitable for this episode. Someone sent it to me today at 2.04 a.m. There is a reason why I'm being so specific about the timing of receiving this message. If you have not heard me say this before, then let me repeat. These quotes are specially sent to me by my production assistant, the universe, through different people. The consistent characteristic of these messages is that the poem or quote shows up in my inbox without fail on the very same day of my recording of every episode. So, thank you, universe. This quote is by Baba Ramdas, and it reads, When you go into the woods and look at trees, you see all these different trees, and some of them are bent, and some of them are straight, and some of them are evergreens, and some of them are whatever. And you look at the tree, and you allow it. You see why it is the way it is. You sort of understand that it didn't get enough light and so it turned that way. And you don't get all emotional about it. You just allow it. You appreciate the tree. The minute you get near humans, you lose all that. And you're constantly saying, you are to this or I'm to that. That judging mind comes in. And so I practice turning people into trees which means appreciating them just the way they are. Over to introducing our special guest for today. She lives in Delhi, India, and I met her virtually only three weeks ago. I knew pretty soon that she would have many life lessons to share. Although she is visually impaired, she has done so much. She is a model, a beauty pageant winner, motivational speaker, video blogger, voiceover artist, marketing professional, and the list goes on. She has also taken up the digital marketing efforts for this podcast. Everyone, please join me in welcoming Simran Chawla. Simran, welcome to Sharing Life Lessons. It is wonderful to have you as a guest on the show. I do want to let the listeners know about how Simran and I met. It is a story in itself. I had Karen Shriver as my guest on episode 68. She then introduced me to Vineet Saraiwala and said, hey, he would be a wonderful guest on your show. And so Vineet, who is visually impaired, became my guest on episode number 69. And in his show, Vineet said that he is running Atypical Advantage. It's a new startup. And it 
enables those who are challenged in any way, visually, audibly, people who have autism, ADHD, physically, he is en enabling them to get employment. And he said that right now he's getting one employment per day, but his goal is to get a hundred employment terms per day. So I said, well, we all need to help you get to that goal. And so let me do my part. And I said, do you have anybody who does digital marketing? Because I want someone to do digital marketing for my podcast. And he then introduced me to Simran, who is now my digital marketer. And so the reason why I'm telling you this, because this is a long story and you can't even make this shorter. It's what the universe had to do to get Simran and me together. I had put it out to the universe. I want to start a YouTube channel. That's all I said. How I'm going to get there, I didn't know. Well, Simran is getting me there. She started a YouTube channel for me and she's posting a lot of stuff on my Instagram page as well. So welcome Simran and thank you for doing that. Thank you so much, Amida, for the welcome. I really am enjoying to be here. and I am just loving the work that you and I together do. And I really love your podcast. I just enjoy listening to each and every episode. We get to learn a lot of things, so many life lessons. I feel each and every one of us here on this earth has a story to tell. It feels so inspiring to listen to those stories. And Simran, thank you for coming on as a guest because as you and I were working together, I realized you have so many stories to share as well. So <laughs> before we get to your many stories that you want to share with us, please tell us something about yourself. Yeah, sure. So about me, I'm working as a marketing freelancer. I do voiceovers. I give motivational speeches. I love to do blogging. I have my Instagram page and YouTube channel where I talk about, about my life. I talk about the things I love, the products I use, the places I visit. It's basically about how I live my life because when people hear about me, people saying that how do you manage to do things when you are visually impaired how do you do this how do you do that so I basically am trying to tell the world that everyone is capable of doing everything you can do each and everything that you want to do all you need to find is an alternative solution to it and I believe that we have alternative solutions for each and everything here in this universe so that's about me. So to the listeners, I am going to have Simran's YouTube channel link in the show notes. And I'm going to have Sharing Life Lessons YouTube channel link in the show notes that Simran has started for us. Please subscribe. We both would love to get positive comments from you. Please do that for us. Simran, now that the listeners know that you are visually impaired, I have to let them know that when Vineet told me that I have somebody who's visually impaired who can do digital marketing for you, I, for a second, thought to myself, hmm, that is interesting. How is someone who's visually impaired going to do digital marketing for me? I wanted to see this for myself. And Simran, I must tell you, you've done a great job. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Amida. I'm really loving it. So Simran, tell us, tell us your mini stories. Start us off with your first one. 
yeah sure so i'll just first tell how i got my visual impairment i was born sighted i was no, born with a normal eyesight but when i was 5 years old i got fever and um, mom dad gave me a medicine which they used to give my brother but that medicine actually reacted me and because of that medicine i got burning blisters all over my body it was like red sores all over my body and i was admitted to a hospital some doctor said it was chickenpox we didn't know what exactly happened but in the hospital then i was on food pipes i was on glucose it was sort of my new birth like my hair fell off my nails came off my teeth went off everything everything was gone i couldn't eat anything i lost weight i was just left to 15 kgs and my mom dad used to cry a lot see me suffer but i got this god gifted gift of life again and uh, here i am all of those things got okay after a month but everything affected my eyes so my eyes basically are dry my tears don't come even if i cry so that's the reason i cannot see at that time i uh, lost my mental balance i used to hit my head on the wall because everything turned dark for me at that very moment and it was very difficult when you were leading a, a normal life and then you don't know how it changed upside down mm, i can imagine i feel that was more difficult for my parents than me and my parents could not accept that i am visually impaired they went to all the doctors in india every priest everyone but we didn't find any solution for it my right i got eight nine surgeries but doctors said that if your tears come then only we can do anything otherwise we cannot regarding your parents as much as they were sad were they also feeling guilty about giving you that medication were they blaming themselves how did that go no actually what happened was that i got fever at night it was 3 am here and my medicine that i used to take was crocin syrup and that medicine was not available at home at that time my parents called up the doctor they said that you can give nimulet syrup which is used here very commonly in india which they used to give my brother as well but my body reacted to that medicine they were sad and what has happened we don't have any control over it but now what we can do is how to cope up with it how to go on with it there's no point in blaming anyone you're being guilty this was the life lesson that i learned that we should not be guilty or blame anyone something has happened has happened because it was meant to happen or there was something good in it because of which it happened and here i am So tell us what is the good that happened out of this. So what is the good that happened at that time? So it was very difficult, but as we go on my dream since childhood was to model, to participate in fashion shows, dress up. So all of these things were my passion and I so wanted to pursue these things. But when I got visual impairment, it was very difficult because 
first of all, I didn't accept that I was visually impaired. Even my parents didn't. Because of which I used to feel left alone. So till school, I didn't accept that I was visually impaired. And I never used to tell my story to anyone because I don't know why, but I, I used to feel shy. I used to feel bad. I just didn't want to think that I got this problem. But when I came in college and I accepted, I started sharing my story. There I got to know about a beauty pageant which was being held for visually impaired girls in Mumbai and that was at the national level. So it was called Princess India 2016-17 and I was so, so, so happy and I wanted to participate in that. It felt like this competition is being held for me because I want to do something in this field. I participated and it was actually challenging because I had a stage fear and I couldn't go on stage and speak anything. But with this competition, I learned a lot. I learned confidence. I got confidence. There were three rounds. So one round was the online round where I had to send my pictures and my bio. 88 girls participated in that round. Out of those, 44 girls were selected for the second round across India. Mm -hmm. Then in the second round, it was a rampwalk round, an introduction round and the talent round. In that talent round, I just spoke a few motivational lines and a motivational poetry I recited. When I came back and I realized that there were people who were dancing, there were people who were doing different, different things. So I was thinking that why didn't I do something which was challenging? I got to know that out of those 44 girls, 16 girls were selected for that final round. And I was selected for the final round. I had decided that I wanted to dance. It was difficult because I didn't know how to give expressions on what word and how to do my hand movements, how to do my feet movements, getting those adai and everything. I didn't know. I didn't have any idea about those things. But my mom and dad, my brother, everyone was with me. We tried to find some choreographer. We went to many studios, but they were not sure how are they going to teach me? How will they explain me the steps? But we didn't want to give up. So finally, we got one choreographer who taught me the dance and I wanted to do something challenging. So I danced, taking a diya on my hand and I learned dance from him. I practiced a lot with mom, dad, with my brother. And then I performed dance on uh, the final round. And you know what? When the results were being announced, they announced second runner-up. My name didn't come. Then they announced first runner-up. I was not that. And when they announced winner, I was not expecting that it would be my name. But the name announced was Simran Chavla. And I was 
totally on cloud nine that my dream got fulfilled. When I think about this moment, I cannot express those feelings in my words because I was being crowned by the Bollywood star Johnny Abraham. And that was so, so, so happy moment for me. And from that incident, I learned this life lesson that if you want to do something, if you have that will, determination, if you put in that hard work, you are definitely going to succeed. And the belief matters the most. If you have fire in you, if you have that spark in you, you definitely can do whatever you want to do. So nothing in this universe can stop you from achieving what you want. I love the story and I <laughs> the message. The story is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. And for the listeners uh, who don't know Hindi, Diya is a light, a lamp or a candle. So what Simran was saying is that she had a lamp in her yeah. hand and that was her dance. Uh, that is such a warming and touching story, Simran. Thank you. And also one thing that came out of your story is don't give up. You said if you believe in yourself, when you put in the hard work, then don't give up. Then you're bound to succeed. Exactly. Beautiful. All right. Ready for your next mini story? Yes, sure. After I won this Princess India, I got a lot of uh, exposure. I got a lot of confidence and I used to get uh, invites for different shows. So one of the biggest events that I participated in after that was I worked for BB in India. It's the topmost brand here. And I was the showstopper at their summer collection launch. It was actually a very big opportunity for me. And I was so happy to get that opportunity. I had done fashion shows after Princess India before this event as well but I always had someone by my side who was walking with me I never walked alone on the ramp because there is a risk of falling down from the stage at that event I wanted to walk alone along with me there was one more showstopper her name is Virali Modi she is a wheelchair user so we both were the showstopper and I'm just telling you what exactly happened so that people can get an idea what challenges were there and how I overcame those. One day before the event, I went for the rehearsals and I wanted to see the stage, how it looks, how many steps do I need to take. I walk on the ramp by counting the steps. So at that day, I counted the steps that I have to take four and a half steps and then turn slightly left and then I have to walk for 11 steps and then I have to turn to the left, walk on the uh, stage and I had actually counted each and every step, how many I have to take. But what happened on the day of the event was... Um, the announcement was being made, welcome showstoppers. When my name was announced and when I stepped on the stage, the song played, it was a very beautiful song called Apna Time Aiga. And when the song started playing, I just got lost in the song and I forgot counting the steps. I kept on walking and I didn't realize that I was not counting the steps and I didn't know what to do. I was totally lost and 
it was such a big event there were thousands of people in the audience and if i would have fallen down i didn't know what would have happened i was walking and then i just suddenly stopped and i was trying to figure out where was i i posed there and the good part is that i can see colors from a very close distance the stage was in red color and the ground level was a blue color mm. so i realized that i was totally on the edge of the stage i would have taken one more step and i would have fallen down i realized that this red thing is finishing here and the blue thing is starting so this is the end of the stage so i turned to my right i walked and i heard the wheelchair coming beside me and i realized that i was on the right track now and i started walking confidently and then i stopped i posed i came back i did everything confidently after that and when i came back other models were waiting there and they hugged me they said that it was a beautiful walk they didn't realize that i was about to fall and i had forgotten the steps <laughs> but the choreographer and my mom they had understood that i was about to fall but the audience didn't understand even if people will see the video of it they wouldn't feel that i forgot the steps or i was about to fall this was because i was confident enough so there the main lesson that i learned here was if you are confident if you know how to handle the situation if you believe in yourself again this lesson comes in you are never going to be noticed that you were wrong there or you made this mistake so this was the lesson i learned from this incident nice and also you quickly had the presence of mind to realize about the colors it's not that you had practiced the colors but i guess intuitively at that time it was the time yeah. of make this quick decision you were very intuitive and you started thinking about colors so that was really yes. as well yeah my world is actually full of colors so i see things through colors only even if i will see you i will see through the colors so whenever i meet you and other people are also there i'll just recognize your color that you're you're, uh, you're wearing blue color and then whenever i'll see someone in blue i'll say she is amida so this is how my world uh, of colors goes when we were talking and you were going to see the golden temple came back and i asked you and he said it was beautiful and the first question that came to my mind and i asked you that question how did you view the golden temple how did you know it was beautiful can you tell the listeners how you actually viewed the golden so by the way golden temple is a huge <laughs> temple simran went there for her vacation and let's listen from simran how she viewed it and why she determined it was beautiful honestly i love traveling i love traveling to mountains to different places and this time i had gone to amritsar and there we went to golden temple at 2 am and it was so beautiful like 
I I could feel that beauty. I could see that golden color. Like I told that I can see the colors. So I can see that golden color. And during that night, that golden color with those lights was shining, was shining even more beautifully. And the positive vibes, those shabbats that were playing there, the devotional songs, those were there. I was just loving those. And the vibe was so positive. That is how I viewed the beauty of Golden Temple. For the listeners, the Golden Temple obviously has its name from its color. It is fully painted gold. Yeah. It is huge and it is in the middle of a man-made lake. And then you cross over a bridge and you go into the temple. But I want to ask you, Simran, do you get your sense of beauty from, yes, you do get it from colors. But when you say, I felt it, what do you mean by you felt the beauty? Okay, so I felt the beauty, like how can I express I felt that, let me think. So whenever I feel anything beautiful around me, I get that feeling and I get goosebumps. I get that positive vibe, that that positive intuition. I I feel beauty through energies. You, it, it's not necessarily that beauty can only be seen, but beauty can also be yeah. smelled. And that's, that's yes, yes. Simran, do you have any more stories for us? Yeah, I would love to share one more. Okay. This is before going to Princess India. I got to know about one more small event. If I participate, I will get some exposure to speak on the stage in Princess India. So that was sort of just a practice thing for me. That was a fashion show. But at a very small level. So there I participated and I didn't interact much with people at that time. And I had my own world. I had this ego or you can say this attitude that I felt that I can speak nicely. I can dress up nicely. So this was the misconception that I had in my mind and when I participated in that event I was expecting that I will be the only winner I will win this contest no one else will and what happened was when I was walking on the ramp I had to speak something I spoke those things with an attitude with an ego really people could feel that ego that attitude in the way I was speaking And when the results were announced, my name was not announced. I didn't realize that I was being egoistic. We don't realize until someone tell us. So there, the life lesson that my mom taught me was that you were looking as if you are egoistic. The trees who are bent gets fruits on them. And the, the trees that are tall enough. The fruits don't grow on them. Mm. So this is what my mom taught me. And I realized that this was the biggest lesson that I learned, which helped me with Princess India. Because if I won't have participated here, and I won't have understood that ego is a very big enemy. And with ego, you cannot achieve anything. So you really need to be a humble person. Thank goodness for mothers, right? (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) So from this story, Simran, I have one observation and then one question. My observation is, 
And again, this is my personal opinion and my personal observation. Yeah. So you must want to participate in Princess India and win it so much. That yes. You had to learn this lesson before you got onto that stage. You had to learn yes. enough humility. And so it is the universe that made this happen. The universe yes. brought you to this small stage to learn this lesson so that you go ahead and win on that big stage. Yeah, just really true. Yeah, just like I want to get big on the YouTube platform, and the universe had to go through so much effort to get you to me. And I am confident that between you and me, we will succeed in that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and here's the question: So you've come yeah. through the experience of being confident and learning yeah. a lesson from being egoistic. Tell yes. Us, tell us the difference. What is the difference between the two? Yeah. So, um, talking about difference between ego and confidence. Confidence is actually believing in yourself, but without that pride, without that I. Because when I told that I was being egoistic, I was thinking in my mind that I am the only one. No one else is better than me. But being confident is believing in yourself and not comparing yourself with others because everyone has their uh, goods and bads. Everyone is unique in their own way. Everyone mm -hmm. is different. You cannot compare one person with other. I think this is the difference between egoistic and being confident. Very well explained. And I had to ask that question because you experienced both what better yeah. person to learn from than someone who's actually gone through it and who's <laughs> willing to talk about it so thank you for that <laughs> thank you Simran before we end is there any final message that you want to give to the listeners anything that we haven't spoken about that's on your mind there is one thing that life has taught me is when you smile, when you are positive, when you see things in a positive way, that helps you get through all the problems, get through even the biggest of the problems that you're in. If you have that smile on your face, you see things positively, you are actually definitely going to solve those problems very soon. And this is where I have my own quote that I always speak wherever I go. The quote says, your one smile can solve all your problems. This is the biggest life lesson that I've learned. If you keep on smiling, the world is yours. And that has brought a big smile on my face. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you, Simran, for that beautiful final message. I'm glad you were on the show. Thank you for sharing all your mini stories and your lovely life lessons. And good luck with your YouTube channel and everything else that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. This is one of few times where we literally were having a casual dialogue with each other. It did not seem to me that I was interviewing Simran. It felt like a conversation over afternoon tea slash chai. As always, here are my key takeaways. One, we should not be guilty or blame anyone. 
if something has happened, it is because it was meant to happen or if something challenging has happened, then it needed to occur in order for something good to come out of it. This life lesson is particularly special because, listeners, think who is sharing this with us. A pretty person who is visually impaired, who once could see and knew what the seeing world looked like. She is saying everything that happened to her happened for the good. This is such an amazingly positive perspective of life. Two, if we have that will, the determination, if we have fire in us, if we have that spark in us, we definitely can do whatever we want to do. We are definitely going to succeed. If we can believe in ourselves, nothing in this universe can stop us from achieving what we want. Three, being confident and being egoistic are exactly opposite to each other. One can be sure of themselves. One can believe in themselves. Now that is confidence. If we feel that no one is better than us and if we let our ego be the decision maker, then like Simran experienced, we won't achieve success. Confidence is a vital tool to achieving success. Ego is not needed. Four, and Simran's final sweet message was, you could get through the biggest problems in life by being positive and by smiling. If you keep on smiling, the world is yours. This brings us to the end of this episode. Please remember to subscribe to Sharing Life Lessons YouTube channel. I will bring you the next episode of Sharing Life Lessons next Wednesday. Until then, be happy, be safe, and be well.